Hello, everybody, and welcome back into Talk Off. It is Tuesday, April 25th, and we are back for another episode. Great weekend of baseball this past weekend. Playoffs, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. It's 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 all happening right now. There's a lot to gamble on right now. If you're uh, if you're looking to scratch that itch, boy, boy, do I have some news for you. There's a lot of avenues to go down to uh, to feed that gambling addiction. Mine recently has been just honestly everything. Oh yeah, I um yeah I've it's bad. I've noticed that in the FanDuel app. For you FanDuel users out there, you can go into your account and you can look at your all-time, um, you know, what what you're up or down all-time within FanDuel for that specific account. Uh, Are was, you up? I was do- No, I'm up, but it's like nothing impressive. I've wagered a lot more than I've won. <laughs> it's like wagered as like... Long as, as long as you're up. Let's say I've the amount I've wagered is six digits and the net is uh there's two digits and then there's a period and then there's two digits after that <laughs> 88 dollars. i'm up exactly 88 dollars in change that's better than being up negative money do you, but do you understand like how normal that's like essentially say. like trying your absolute hardest and i've had this account for probably a year now it's trying your absolute hardest at something and over a year and putting in so much time and money and effort and thought into it and the fruit of your labor is $88. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I, yeah, to be honest, I, if you had me guess, if you were positive or negative, I probably would guess negative. I don't know whether I should Jake be hurt is, by Jake that. Is, Jake is net $1,000. Or is that Ooh. negative? I can't see. That's net. That's negative. Well, that's negative. Oh, it's negative. That's what I'm saying. If you had, if like, if Dots, if you had me guess, I definitely would have guessed negative. Okay, well, so that was before kind of the a, weekend. So uh, hold on. I think eighty-eight dollars is an accomplishment. Oof, I'm getting hit. By oh, don't look person. now. Well, no, but I want. I just. I'm now. I'm curious because I checked it on Saturday before we went to the Yankee game. And now I'm curious to see what it's at now. Oh, I only lost a dollar. I only went down a dollar. I'm $87.47 net. So you only bet a dollar on the Yankee game. Well, no, no, no. I lost, like, I only lost a dollar. Like, I won bets and then it, it, uh, it equaled okay. out to a dollar. Okay, I thought. Loss. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But gotcha, I didn't gotcha, win gotcha. anything at the Yankee game. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I didn't. I, there, there was no winner that day. Also, can we uh, just address, can we just talk about how Jake completely forgot he was going to the Avalanche game the other day? You don't, oh, you don't yeah. just forget that you're going to a playoff game. Like, just you just, like, you woke up. Oh, that was man, so, such a casual, that was such a casual meet moment. Just, oh, yeah, my bad. I'm, you big dicked us out of the show. <laughs> well, I, okay, so the, the story actually went is I woke up, looked at price, at the ticket price, and was like, this is so worth it. It was only 100 bucks. So then we just bought tickets at like noon the day of the game. That is pretty worth it. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Did they did they win that night? They did, yeah. They came back. They were down two nothing. It was electric. Like when they were coming back, it was, it was Ball fun. Arena going nuts. I, I the the Avalanche we'll get into NHL talk in a little bit, but like what's the consensus around the Avalanche this year? 
I mean, they're good. They definitely have some pieces, but they lost. I mean, uh, without getting into it, they lost some pieces and there's some injuries that are just holding them back. But yeah, they suck. They suck. Crack- Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Kraken are very underrated. It's going to be, it's going to be good. Fly, crack and fly. No, no. Let's go Rangers. All right. Well, we're not talking about NHL yet. We're saving that for later. Okay. We'll save it for later. Can we talk about Masataka Yoshida and the fact that he's the greatest player of all time? Yeah, so I actually I saw like the highlight clip of it, but did were you watching it live when he hit the two homers in one? Oh, I did. Oh, I oh I did watch it live. So what? So the whole game. So what? So what? So what happened? Like, was were there runners on? Like, give me. Can you paint me a little picture here of what was going on? I can. I I I will paint you the Mona Lisa of word pictures. Oh wow! I'm, I'm honored. Top of the eighth. Four to three Brewers. I got a beer and a Red dog Sox. in my hand. I'm living life. Red Sox lead off the inning with Justin Turner. Boom! Home run. Game tied. Ding dong. Hell yeah. Ding dong. Next batter, who is it? The man, Yoshi. Ding dong. Red Sox go up one. We have a phenomenal no, but wasn't inning. It, wasn't we it, bat around. Wasn't it a we grand, score a million No, no, no. The first one was a, a solo shot. I thought the first one was a grand salami. We, no, then we batted around. They walked in a run. We stole a couple bags, a couple base hits. Then Yoshida gets up again, bases loaded. Boom! Grand salami. Grand salami. Wow. We go up 12 to 5. Grand salami. What a, team. what a team. What a team. I love this team. Wow. They're so good. One, three straight series baby against some n- not bad teams angels and twins and brewers are both in first place in their division so great wins yeah that's great wins. That's pretty impressive still in last though not gonna lie still in last but but back it's it is april it is it is april also wouldn't be last in in every other league and let's not let's not let's not Let's not forget that there is there there are some teams in first place right now who uh, will not be there for long. Let's just put it nicely. Yeah, I guess. I wish like I I don't know who tweeted it. I forgot who it was. It might have been Chris Cotillo. Someone tweeted and they were like, "I hate looking at it, but if this was the if the season ended today, this would be the playoff picture." I was like, "Dude, why are you even doing that to yourself? Why would you even look?" Literally, dude. Like, it's that's not just even. It it's is April. not even May yet. I can guarantee you the Rangers are not making the playoffs. I'm sorry, Rangers. I can guarantee you the fucking Marlins aren't even going to be close to the wild card game. Like that's not going to happen. You know what? I'll 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 say it now. If the Pirates win the Central, I will get um the I will get a Pirates tattoo. I was going to say I'll get the Pirates tattoo on on where should we get it? Anywhere. No, besides my face. No, let's get it on our ass. Let's get pirate tattoos on our ass. Like the, the Jolly Roger, nah, that's what I they call it. Can't do it. Why? Can't do it, sorry. I we already get, had an agreement get... with other people to get a tattoo on my ass and I backed okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. What if we did what if we did pirates tramp stamps? Home run, Tristan Casas, let's go Red Sox. What if sorry, we did what if we did pirates tramp stamps? Tramp stamps. No, I'm not okay. Tramp stamps. I think that's fair because you can always just get it removed. It's gonna suck, but they're like, also not winning the, the the central, so it doesn't matter. Right? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, our, imagine they win the central, and we're getting pirates tramp, and stamps. we're to look like idiots. Imagine, 
I would, I would, I don't even know what I would do. I say, Zach, if the Pirates win the Central, then we will be at PNC Park for the first playoff game. If they make the playoffs, I will go to the first playoff game. I will pay any amount of money. The flight to Pittsburgh. That, that must so be weird. a gritty, gritty ride from New York. But like, there's just no way. I mean, what, they've won seven in a row, but there's, there's just, it's not happening. It's okay? not. It's not. They but, still have to win more games than the Cardinals and the no, Brewers just, who are both playing. I just playing. think it would be so, so, so funny if, like, this team – and I'm not saying they, they stayed in first, but it would be so funny if they stayed relevant until, like, July and they, 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 are, and they had to make a decision, like, do we make a trade or do we kind of call our, like, this year off? Because, like – I think that kind of happened to the Orioles last year where people were kind of saying, like, are we going to do something? Like we might as well think about it. Yeah. I think it would, they would get into the same boat as the Orioles were last year where it's like, yeah, we should probably make a move for a guy because we need a piece if we're going to go anywhere in the playoffs, but just making it to play playoffs is such an overachieve that they're okay with just making the playoffs this year. You know what I would honestly, like they don't, they don't care yeah. to go deeper. If I was them, like what, what's the, what's the whole deal with uh, Reynolds? Like, is he coming back or do we know anything about that? I know they offered him a contract and he declined it. I don't know. I th- I think he's going to get traded eventually. He is. I, th- I, because there, um, there's no way they stay in it long enough for him not to get traded. He's definitely going to get traded. Right. So why can't, why can't the pirates pull off kind of like a, Uris, uh, Luis Arias, Pablo, um, Pablo Lopez trade, where I, both teams. I mean, I wish we of, saw more trades like that, but it those don't happen. No, I know they don't happen often, but it's not out of the possibility. Like they should be able to do something. You know, I don't even think they want MLB players for him. I think they they want prospects. I mean, they probably do. They know they know in in a couple of years they're going to be just a filthy they which they are. Right. Yeah. They they, they are going to be very good in a few years. Uh but but it's it's going to have to be an interesting conversation now to have in Pittsburgh. Do you kind of play to win this year, or is this year just kind of another building year for the Pirates? I th- I, did you see the yeah. the thirty three year old who's coming up tonight? Yeah, Maggie, I think is his last name. Matt Maggie, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it's it's a good time to bring up someone like that just to have fun. You, they're a winning team. You might as well add fucking all the people you want. Get people in the stadium now too, even more. Why not? Seriously. It's good fun. Seriously, why? Pittsburgh's not? a fun team this year. Like, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you're having a great year because they're just. They're fun. They're gritty. Who, who cares if they suck? Like because you think they're gonna suck, so they're out out to a great start. This is a perfect time to be. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, like Pirates fans should soak this up right now before you lose it. Like get hype about your team. Your team's on a roll. You're in the lead in the in the NL Central when no one thought you were gonna come close. So like live it up, dude. Honestly, that's that that that's what I I've been thinking the past few days is. There, this year is it's literally a, it's a it's a win win for Pirates fans. You did not expect to 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 have this kind of offensive production out of Andrew McCutcheon, who's been a solid player, but not hitting over three hundred in an OPS of damn near a thousand. So have fun that McCutcheon has kind of hit back, hit his stride back in Pittsburgh, and enjoy the fact that the team who you hope can one day 
become a contender, you're seeing flashes of what they could possibly do now. So I think this is a win-win for Pittsburgh. A hundred percent. And you know, that, that, if you look at that division, that division is probably going to look a lot different in a couple of years. I, I mean, the, that division's the not Cardinals as are, as I thought it was going to be. I mean, but the Cardinals are always going to be up there. And in a couple of years, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati are both going to get so much better. And the Brewers, I expect to get so much worse. So, like, that division, I think, is going to look a lot different in a couple of years. We could see it atop of the division at the end of the year of Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, which is something we haven't seen in a while. So, that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what Milwaukee does. Because if they stay relevant, I think it only, it does nothing but hurt the team in the long haul. Yeah, I don't know. Milwaukee is so weird this year because, you know, obviously – we don't watch that much Brewers baseball, but because they just played the Red Sox, I watched every game that we played. And I don't know. I think Milwaukee is such a weird team this year because they're kind of on the fence. Like, are they going to be good? Are they going to sell? Because they have guys to sell and they have guys that they could sell and get a lot for like, you know, a Corbin Burns, especially with the injury to Woodruff, because it honestly looks like I, I was listening to a couple uh press conferences when he was talking about the injury and it sounds like there, he is not going to push it. It, it, and it could be the entire year that he is out a hundred percent. So if he's out for the entire year and the brewers went come, you know, June, July are not in contention, this could be a completely different team and we could see them dump burns, dump Yelich and, and dump a lot of their guys that they're actually paying and try to run it out with the prospects that they have. And, get a little more prospect capital because their farm system is no good. And Burns is also off to a really rocky start. So I think it's something that they're definitely going to look f- look to if they're not in contention f- for the playoffs. Yeah, I think you I think you said it perfectly. I think the the Brewers are in a tricky spot and like I said, the the winning doesn't seem to do anything but hurt the team's outlook for the future because the farm system isn't there. I I don't I don't know what the the Brewers will do if they have to walk away from a guy like Burns if he you know walks in free agency or if they or if they have to ultimately trade him and his value isn't necessarily what you want to get and you have to make a move in a pinch so I the the Brewers are in an interesting spot I you know if I were them at this rate it appears that the team is playing well. I, I think you just ride that wave for as long as, uh, as you can. And then it's kind of just damage control from, from here on out, I think with the brewers, because Yelich, no one's going to want that contract. So Yelich is essentially a brewer for the foreseeable future, unless you just DFA him and eat the remainder of that contract. I seriously don't, I seriously have no idea what they are going to do with that contract. Yeah. That's something that we talk about literally all the time because it's, it's one of the many confusing things in baseball. It has it just makes no sense. Well, maybe it's more like Cody Bellinger. Maybe he needs to go somewhere and and just have a change of scenery to, to be able to play well again. Like who knows? It's possible those things happen. I mean, it's so weird in baseball where people just come out of nowhere once they go to a different team. It's just the the whole change of scenery thing is really true and it can work for a lot of guys. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's a really interesting scenario, but I I wouldn't be surprised if that's the, the case with Yelich here. I mean, Bellinger is off to an extremely hot start. It looks like he's found his found his stride in in Chicago, and 
we haven't seen this form of Bellinger in three, four years now. I had to, I had to think for a second. Even twenty nineteen MVP. Yeah, and that's ex- that's exciting because this Cubs team, if Bellinger is good, is is just such a such a fun team in the field with Hap and Horner and Swanson and Bellinger. You know, even to start the year, Hosmer even was swinging the bat pretty well to start the year. Mancini is doing all right, so that that that's actually a really fun lineup to watch, a really fun lineup to root for. So I think the Cubs like. If they can have Bellinger keep it up and Swanson keep it up, Horners and Hap have been swinging it all right. If they can keep it up, that that's another team in the actual in the NL Central that we could see at the top. Yeah, I think this. I think the the Central is wide open right now. I wouldn't be shocked to see the Cardinals start climbing back up because we know the Cardinals are a good team. Obviously, the postseason last year. But the Cardinals need pitching, and we said this last week. The Cardinals need pitching, and they need pitching bad. If there's no move for pitching in the foreseeable future, I don't think the offense can sustain a 500 record. I don't know, Zach, what your opinion on that is. but Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you. You you look at St. Louis, and they're 9-13 and to start the year, and it's been an ugly 9-13. and yeah, the lineup it, to start the year. What we talked about mostly with the Cardinals was that the lineup was going to have to carry the rotation if they were going to win this, win games, and win this division. Their lineup was going to have to be nuts, and we expected it to be. It didn't start out as hot as they wanted to. It started to pick up. You know, Arenado's getting going. They had a couple young guys play well, like uh, Nolan Gorman's playing well, Brendan Donovan. They're playing well. But this lineup is not carrying the rotation as much as they needed to be leading in this division at the start of the year. It didn't get out to that hot of a start, and the rotation is as we thought it would be. It's really bad. The only upside to the rotation right now is that Flaherty has looked not bad this year, and he's you know I, I, he struck out eight the other day in five innings, so that's one upside to the rotation, but everything else is just down. They paid Miles Michaelis all the money, and now he's shitting the bed, and they got Grandpa Wayno coming back, who's just gonna you know, throw eighty six and put asses in the seats because everybody like likes watching the old man pitch. Mm. And besides that, I mean Stephen Matz, they, they they just we I feel like it's a broken record. I feel like I've had this we've had this conversation a million times. It's they need pitching, they need to trade their outfield and infield insane depth that they have for a pitcher. And if they don't, they will not go anywhere. They probably won't even win the division. Yeah, couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. The Cardinals have a lot of depth that they really don't do anything with. So you'd have to imagine that the front office has to be thinking a move for a for an ace has to be coming soon. And I've always I've always thought Corbin Burns would look good in a Cardinals uniform, although trading in division is going to be impossible. Uh, but it's not to say it's 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 not uh, the craziest thing we've we've ever seen. I mean, we've seen some crazier things happen in baseball. Zach, let's talk about one of the the uh, the more headline grabber moments of the weekend. There was almost a uh, a no hitter, or excuse me, perfect game this weekend. Drew Smiley seven and two thirds perfect. Uh, I don't know if you saw the way that the perfect game ended, but he was going off on a on he was trying to field a 
short ground ball slash bunt kind of thing and uh, looked like he was going to make a play on it. And then Jan Gomes comes over the top of him trying to make a play on it also and pretty much tackles the guy to the ground, which uh, costed Smiley the the perfect game. Honestly, it would have been really interesting to see what would have happened if he did get out of the seventh. Still perfect. Perfect games are, I mean, we haven't seen one since Matt Cain. Either Matt Cain or Felix Hernandez, I think, was the last one. If I'm not wrong. I think it was Felix Hernandez. But, Zach, we were talking about this earlier in the year. It feels like it's going to be harder with the pitch clock to to throw a no-hitter or, or a perfect game, which I don't think we'll see a perfect game for a while, but. Yeah, you know, I originally thought that, but watching games so far, you know, we did have we had that take probably before the season started and watching the games so far, I've seen a lot of great pitching outings. We've seen a bunch of no-hitter. We saw a bunch of no-hitters. They weren't full 9 innings, but right. we've seen a bunch of 5 no-hit innings, 6 no-hit innings, 7 no-hit innings. So I think the pitching has honestly still been there even though the pitch clock is there and I that's something I didn't really expect. I thought we were going to see pitching go way down. And we've seen hitting be better this year because of the pitch clock, but we're still getting those five, six no hitters. We're still getting some dominant pitching performances. We've already had two complete games this year. So I think it's just one of those things that'll happen when it happens. The, it'll, the right guy will be pitching on the right day in the right ballpark against the right team and he'll feel right. And that's when it'll happen. And that's, Kind of when it always happens is just kind of one of those weird things in baseball that just has to happen when it happens. Couldn't agree more. So Zach, do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about the Yankee game that we were at this weekend? It was a uh, Zach and I went to Zach and I had a date this weekend. Let's put it to that. Just a, I mean, I mean, I didn't know we were telling everyone about our date. Fair Jesus. enough. It was uh, about as pitcher, pitcher battle as it could be in a pitch clock era of baseball, I would say. It was the most pitcher duel game I've probably ever watched in my life. <laughs> Live. Yeah. And I honestly thought we were going to go and we were going to watch the Yankees shell Alex, Alec Manoa because he's been out to a terrible start. And what does he do? He goes out there and he throws, what, seven seven innings no earned, eight innings no earned? The yeah, best outing of the season, there. Of To be course. honest with you, I don't even know what the final score was. I think it was like 2 nothing. Something like that. They walked it three, off. 3-2, two, 3-2. Two. Yeah, it can't be 2 nothing if they walked it off. Well, it could be. It could be. It could have been two nothing. Two run homer. It off. Yeah, two run homer. If it was tied zero zero. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're um, right, dude. You're you're right. I know, man. Cole five and two thirds, no earned, four Ks. Let's see what Manoa had. Uh, Manoa seven seven, two hits, five Ks, no earned. So yeah, it was uh. It was for a pitch clock, like I said, for a pitch clock era, it was a pitching duel that was interesting and pretty boring to watch, honestly. It was, uh, there was no offense at all. 
Can I also just say that Alec Manoa looks way fatter in person? Like he, I already knew how fat he was, but he looks way fatter in person. Yeah. He's so fat. Like go to the gym. I'm not fat shaming him, one, but like, I'm not. I'm not. You're prove- I'm not I know, but like you're you're a professional baseball player. It's probably really hard. Come on. It's 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 yeah. No, I'm just not gonna say anything. <laughs> also, before you were talking about the Drew Smiley, like the Drew Smiley perfect game, yeah, or whatever. Uh, you said Jan Gomes. I forgot Jan Gomes was even in the fucking league. Yeah, he spent like the majority of his career with the uh, with the Cleveland Guardians. He, he, no, I'm sorry. He was never a Guardian. He was an Indian. Fair enough. Uh, Rafi Devers just hit a ball to Pluto. Holy shit. I didn't get the... Uh, I love this team. I, didn't, I love this team. I didn't get the MLB home run tweet yet. Well, so it didn't happen. Until I get com- the MLB he's coming for that ass, Pete. Until- he's coming for that ass, He's actually Pete. not coming for that ass, Pete, because he's coming for that ass, that ass Max. Max Muncy has that's the major league, league right now. That's true. That's true. Eleven. You're right. He's been well, hitting the shit out of the ball lately. Well, Devers is still one behind Pete, so still coming for that ass, Pete. Yeah. Speaking of Pete, uh, Pete had a great West Coast trip. The Mets. The Mets had a great West Coast trip. We're currently fourteen and eight on the year. We dropped the last two. We dropped Saturday. Uh, excuse me. We're fourteen and nine. We uh, we dropped we dropped Saturday and Sunday's games, both games on national TV. So we looked like idiots in front of the whole country. Thank you, thank you, Mets, for that. Typical LOL Mets. But seven and three on the West Coast road trip. Can't can't complain about that. Anytime you go out west and you're out there for essentially almost two weeks, uh, a winning record is never a bad thing. I honestly would have been happy with five hundred going to. To to loss honestly the the hardest stretch of that series was the Dodgers stretch and we came out two and one over them the first series win we've had in Los Angeles since 2018 I believe Jesus so I'm really happy with that although we haven't won a series in the Bay in a while either not excluding Oakland that's not the Bay or um whatever you know what I mean. Can I just say yeah, that, you know, we went to the Yankee game the other day, and obviously neither of us are Yankee fans, but mm-hmm. we were having a conversation about how we Mets fans and Red Sox fans, I feel like often get along when they're not playing each other because they have a mutual hatred of Yankees. Yeah, we just don't care. Yeah, but... And like that's true. Like I, I it, like if the Red Sox and the Mets were not playing each other, and I was at a Mets game, I would root for the Mets. But I feel like Pete Alonso just makes it really hard for me to like the Mets. I really fucking hate his face. He's I love he's so Pete. I love like, Pete. he's so I ugly. I think he, like, I think dude, I love Pete. Also, oh, for, those, for those who don't know, Pete is fifth on the all-time Mets home run list and could break it within the next like five years, which is crazy. Mm, it's that's nuts. And I was having a conversation yesterday um, with with one of our listeners. Shout out our listener. You know who you are. We had a conversation that was pretty funny. That essentially, Pete Alonso. If you if you like, obviously, I'm, I, who's the Yankees' all time home run leader? Let's look it up. Joe DiMaggio has to be right. Mickey Mantle, 536, okay? I knew that. I knew that. 
So, like, <gasps> you you talk about like in the history of the Yankees, like the top th- the top four number of home runs all time leaders for the Yankees: Mantle, Garrick, DiMaggio, Barra. So, like, those four people are just some of your four best offensive hitters in your franchise's history. So when you think of like Pete Alonso playing right now, like he is essentially what Mickey Mantle or Yogi Berra was to the Yankees. He is that for the Mets. Like that is how like Mets fans view that because we just don't, we don't stumble across like Pete Alonso's like the Yankees have stumbled across Berra, Mantle, Jeter, all of these great players. We don't, stumble across them often so it's just funny to look at it like that it's kind of funny to look at it like that like i've never looked at it like that because i mean i'm like the yankees like i don't have that right now yeah no it's funny so currently i'll read you off i'll I'll, let me see where um where pete lands in this so I'm loading it right now. Okay. Yeah, can you tell me what the top four is? Okay. Do you want to try to guess? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. So Daryl right Strawberry is the top, 252. Yeah. Okay, yeah. David Wright, 242. Then it's okay. Mike Piazza, 220. I was going to guess Ed Cranepool. Howard Johnson, 190. Dave Kingman, 154. And... Uh, Beltron. So, so right now, Alonzo. I have to double check because this is this is as of October of twenty two. I think Pete has ten homers right now. He which, has ten this year. Okay, yeah. so that puts him at one fifty six. So he's currently fifth on the all time. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's one hundred and fifty six. So he can realistically put himself in solo four by the end of the season. He just has to hit thirty more. If you want to get technical yeah. 20, 24 more, but he'll definitely break it if he stays in Met. Yeah, so no, if he so, stays right, in Met right. for his career, he'll he'll break it. Right. So right now, <laughs> it's, again, it's so fucking funny to look at it like this. He's ninety six homer homers off to tie Daryl Strawberry's two fifty two. Ninety six. Yeah, that could be two seasons. I mean, it's it probably won't. So like let, let's be generous here. Let's be really generous here and say he he hits like ninety six is a hundred percent three seasons for Pete Alonso. Okay, but he will not hit under forty home right, runs. I'm in saying the next yeah. I'm saying seasons. okay. Let's be generous. Four seasons, he breaks it. That's really generous. That's really okay. generous. So let's be generous and say four seasons. Pete Alonso would break the Mets all time home run record before his thirty second birthday. His thirty-second birthday. Yep, he's twenty-eight right now, which means yeah. I thought you said this, I thought you said forty-second. I got really no, confused. No, thirty thirty-second. Yeah. Well, does I don't know what to tell you, man. No, I'm just saying. No history. It's crazy. It's crazy to look at it like that. We just obviously haven't. It been, is crazy we, to look we, at we, it. We, yeah. we haven't. We haven't been as te- we haven't been a team as long as the Yankees have. But it's just funny to to see that the the discrepancy in talent that, that the two teams have had. That's actually crazy. One fifty six is what he's at right now, and he's four. Or, yeah, or not four. Five. So since tw- I actually took a picture of this because I was really proud of this graphic that Fox Sports threw up this this weekend. So comparing Judge and Alonzo 
through their first 551 games. Pete has six more homers. Damn near 60. He has 59 more RBIs. Both won Rookie of the Year, two All-Stars, and one homer title. So they're essentially, through their first 551 games, they're essentially the same offensive player. Defensively, it's a different story, but... I 100% agree with you. I think people forget that. Yeah, and I think I think a lot... The, the big thing about Judge is obviously he, he can play both ways, and Pete is... Pete, Pete is always... I mean, he's... he's miles better of what than what he was coming up in 2019 defensively but judge is just he doesn't on both sides of the ball yeah i mean pete is more average to above average and i wouldn't even say above average i I would say he's very average at what he does at first base it's just he's a big body he just gets in front of balls that's just the and judge is pretty much elite at well, yeah, yeah, Judge Judge essentially, you look at the guy and you you think, like, why is this guy not playing football right now? And you look at Pete Alonzo and you're saying, why is his ass not in a McDonald's parking lot? So there's two things <laughs> that you think. That's what I think when guys. I see Pete Alonzo. Yeah. But I love you, Pete. I love you. I Like, you are our franchise right now. Offensively, like, you, he's probably the best. Like, and it's it's so crazy to say this because you're like Dar- everyone's like Daryl Strawberry, like you think of greatness, but like fucking Pete Alonso is the best hitter in franchise history. And I could say yeah. that even when he's a hundred plus off the pace right now. I think you could probably say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's okay. 20, yeah, he's twenty eight years old, best hitter in history. Sorry, I'm not, I'm, okay. I'm not mad about it. It seems like you're getting. It seems like you're getting riled up. No, I'm not. I'm just. It's just actually shocking to me that like I like I am living in. This is probably as good as it's going to get in my life. With offensive hitter for the Mets. Well, you hope not. But... Well, no, but it's like. You don't think like when you're like 65, like hitters are going to be so good that Pete Alonso's record is like no, not the even Mets will already cares. relocated to the West Coast. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, because Steve Cohen will be dead by then. Yeah, so yeah, makes sense. <laughs> where do you think where do you, where do you think Judge li- lines up with all these other Yankee greats? Like, I'm I'm actually curious. Like, this is actually a good question because. I don't really, I don't really necessarily have an opinion on it. I, I think, I think he's on his like way. Stats, like statistics wise, or I'm just saying, just I, I know, I, I don't even want to get that like that like nerdy or and or numbers based on this. I'm just like just from like a like just from like a a fan perspective. Like, do you think not even a little bit close? So he's got the MVP that that helps. I think here's. And this is like I'm I'm talking more like cementing le- le- Yankee legacy. He's got the MVP, which is it, it, in itself it's it it's pretty remarkable in, in compared to other sports when players win MVPs in baseball. I always think it's I think it's I think MVP in baseball is the hardest MVP to win, probably outside of hockey. I'd say baseball and hockey probably have the two hardest MVPs. Because I think there's, I think there's just a lot more players in baseball who can win the MVP. Like I don't think there's that I think many it's players the hardest who can win the MVP in the 
NFL because if you're not a quarterback, you pretty much can't right. Win. That's that's what I'm saying, and I think I, I don't think they're like. I'm trying to think. Jason Tatum is a great MVP. Jason Tatum is a great MVP candidate, right? For not like probably one of the MVP candidates. Like you look at him, Joel Embiid. But there's not many players like that in the NBA. There's only like a handful of them who can really win the MVP. But in baseball, the 10th player who gets like first place votes, like the two finishes in 10th place in the MVP, you could probably make an argument every year that that player should have gotten more first place votes. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah th- that, yeah. Looking at it like that, 100%, I agree with you. So what I'm saying is, like, I think... But still, I still think it's not even close. So, I agree. We're talking about baseball I, legends. Know, I understand. So, l- let's say this. Let's say let's say tomorrow Aaron Judge wakes up and says, like, you know, not not just I don't want to play baseball anymore. Do you think he gets his number retired? No. I think it's close. I don't think so. Dude, if you win if you win an MVP and you you you've broken uh an American So Christian Yelich should get his number retired? Well, he didn't have a historic season and he didn't do it at the level. I mean, he kind of did. He hit for the cycle twice in one year. He hit he won MVP. I think it's I think if he retired today, I think it would be really close for the Yankees to to not retire his number. I mean, I also just don't think he's played. He's played, what, six, seven years? He's played eight seasons. He has 226 home runs, 508 RBIs, 282 average, 580 slugging, 37 war. So, like, the, I don't know. I think he needs the like average four more war first. And he's still. I think maybe if he, I, I'm sorry, uh, no. but I, I think maybe if in these eight years he had won a World Series, then then maybe. That was, I mean, yeah, that was a lot of Mets fans. Uh, and this is also a thing that a lot of people don't know about the Mets. There was actually a lot of Mets fans who were not on board with Mike Piazza getting his number retired. I'm not surprised. Because he never won the World Series with us. He never did it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So, uh, so yeah. So that that's Should our we, that's our Judge Pete talk for the day. Yeah. Should we uh get producer Jake involved and talk a little NHL playoffs? I would love to talk some some NHL playoffs. Let's let's do it. Welcome, boys. Welcome into to hockey world. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I've got my intense. I've got my my winter jacket on, my parka, my skates all laced up. Ready to rock. <clears throat> April hockey is a lot more intense than April baseball. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, that's definitely By a long true. Shot. Dude, we I have uh, some good series. April April is the only month I watch hockey in. It's a good in June. Watch it in June too. Why would I watch it? in what, June? Did we just skip over May? Do we not? Oh, we don't we watch. We don't watch hockey in May. We that, that's, our May. Break. that's our break. Never May. That's our break. That's yeah, our break. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. Because in the May, NBA May finals, like it's, it's been like the <laughs> conference finals, and then we pick up when when Lord Stanley comes out of the case. I I got it here. I got it. I I it's completely okay. forgot about the month of May. Wow. It's okay, man. It's okay. It's okay. April and May. Sorry, that's little, when we watch hockey. I'm a little flustered. I'm watching the Ranger game, and they're down one zero early. Oh, they're down. Oh my God, they're already down. I got to put that on. Yeah, and Jack Hughes scored. He, he three of their five of the Devils' five goals came from this 
He's really good. He's really good. Isn't his brother also on the team? Uh, he is. Yeah, but he's not playing right now. He's he actually just grad. Uh, I didn't think he graduated yet. He just stopped playing for Michigan. Um, wow, dropout. Can you believe this kid? Fucking <laughs> what, a, what a burnout that kid is. Holy shit, dude. Luke is, his name's Luke. He's nasty too. Uh, the Devils have some good. Young you know what I heard about guys named Luke today? Actually, did you guys hear about this? I did. Stu- Zach, did you hear about this? I don't think so. Harvard study. Big news. Studies show men named Luke are ninety nine point nine percent less likely to get bitches. Whoa, Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Any Luke's out there? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake. So NHL playoffs. It obviously looks like it's probably the Bruins season, but absolutely anything could happen in these NHL playoffs. It's probably if you don't watch the NHL playoffs, you're out there listening. Watch the NHL playoffs because it's probably some of the most exciting sports you'll watch in your life. I like first got into it last year because one of my roommates was a diehard Ranger fan, so we had to watch, and I fell in love. And now I'm in love with playoff hockey, so I- I'm so ready. But is anyone going to beat the Bruins? Are they going to win it all? Because that's just boring. I mean, it is boring. It's probably the most likely scenario. Um, there are, I mean, you're right. Anything could happen in these games. Literally, I think if you pick more than 50% of your NHL games, you're going to have a game, a comeback, some sort of drama. Last night, the the Kings just blew a 3-0 lead. Um, Oilers came back and won an OT. There's just great games all around. There's a 2-0 lead blown like three times already. Um, so, I mean, but to answer your question, I think there's probably five teams that could beat the Bruins. It's just, can they beat them in seven game series? And most of them are probably going to see them in the Stanley cup after playing three series already. So, you know, it's tough, Um, but it's definitely possible. Yeah. So there's a whole thing with the, I know with the Bruins, their, their whole thing is that obviously they set the record with most points in the regular season. Is it, is it the talent or is it the depth? Like, what what makes the Bruins so nasty? That's a good question. I mean, um, between their top two lines, their top two lines are could arguably be t- top two of the top five lines in the entire NHL. That's ridiculous. Um, they they have depth at, um, throughout the entire all four lines. I mean, they're just a good team. Pasta has been absolutely unreal. He's had a historic season. Like. The only person that's better is McDavid and McDavid had an extremely historic season. So it's just, it's the Bruins are good. All Mark has been playing great. He's a, um, he's definitely a Vezina winner trophy candidate. So um, it's, they're a good team. I'm scared of them and it's definitely their year. There's a lot of pressure. It's their cup to lose. For so sure. the Panthers, Panthers are fucked. Panthers are fucked. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't see them winning another game the series will go 4-1 for sure so okay so i i guess i guess let's let, let's talk about the, the the eastern conference first uh big 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 rangers guy for for, the, for these three months of the year uh, i'd have to say myself uh this is this is when when i go into give a shit mode about the team i have watched more ranger hockey in the last uh week than i have in the last year what do we think about the rangers this year 
Well, I mean, that's a good thing you've watched. They've been playing great in the beginning of the playoffs. Um, and I and like a lot of these sports coming to the playoffs, it's all about who's hot. And I, I think the Rangers have a real shot at this thing, uh, especially with the way they came out. The first two games against the Devils, they looked amazing, played great defense. Um, the first two runs are going. Their power plays getting so many shots. And Chris Kreider is just on our team. And he stands in front of the net and tips pucks. So um, they're going to go in when he gets his, his stick on it and – we're just we're we have a real shot at this thing for sure i think we're one of the teams in the east that actually can uh can make a run at the bruins in the seven i like that a lot so all right so also speaking of speaking of other new york team the islanders i think they're current are they down three one three oh yeah okay so this is another question that i had obviously the islanders are probably going to get bounced but you said that so obviously like momentum and everything is is huge in playoff hockey the islanders have they can mistake this is what i've heard like isn't their goalie ridiculous uh yeah i mean they're that's probably not the reason why they're in the playoffs but go yeah that's so so i was just saying like if if a goalie like that just heats up can that drive a team pretty far, farther than they should go? A hundred percent, yeah. Um, we're betting on goalies. I mean, we saw, I love it. We saw that Dominant. kind of with Jonathan Quick. I mean, Jonathan Quick was in his prime the year that, that the Kings won. Um, I don't know, what was that? And even Vasilevsky with the, with the Islanders yeah. in the last, last five years. So, I mean – the best goalie in hockey can definitely carry a team, carry the momentum. You know, but goalie makes a big save. There's nothing more electric than oh, like dude. going over and fucking. I had chills listen, watching the so Rangers game the other sick. night when they were chanting Igor. I was, I had chills. I was like, "Fuck, this is." Yeah, I was gonna say to watch this. I was board. gonna say like, even like the Rangers last year. I feel like Shesterkin just saved them so many. There's so many games that they should have lost, but he just saved them because he was the best goalie in the fucking league. Definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, this year he's, he's definitely not playing uh, as hot as you could as you could probably tell. But um, yeah, goalie's a big big piece of the team for sure. It's so electric how I like, have a, the goalie is is that big. It's like a the quarterback. It's like probably as big as a quarterback, right? The goalie's a lit position. It's a lit. Ass I say it's like it's, like it's, it's like the staple. It's the cornerstone of a team. You need a fucking goalie. So I've been playing. I've been playing hockey. My, I mean, obviously not the last like four years, but from two to 18 years old. And I've never met like a normal goalie. All goalies are like, they have some like weird tick to them. Like this, yeah, I've always looked at it. Like, how do you want to be a goalie? <laughs> but I've always noticed that. But I don't know why you, you, you just get fucking what 80 mile an hour pucks shot at your head, whatever the fuck. Like right, you have to, yeah. Yeah. I have a question. <clears throat> yeah. Shoot. Can Connor McDavid actually carry the Oilers all the way? Is that's, he that good? It's a, a great question. Um, no, and he hasn't even he won't even be able to do it. I don't think with Drysital, who has been better than him this playoffs, was better than McDavid in the playoffs last year. This was a big. I'm actually happy you asked this question because I mean this may just be my take on it, but Drysital is the best player on that team in the playoffs. Um, he has, I think, six points already in three games. Um, and he's, I think he's been a part, he's been on the ice for every Oilers goal this season. This guy is an absolute beast. He shows up and he like 
gives a shit in the playoffs more than McDavid. McDavid, obviously, you're going to notice him the most out there. I'm not sure how much Oilers hockey you've watched, but that, like McDavid is, he makes a difference on the ice, but uh, he definitely makes Dreisaitl overshadowed a little bit, if that's the right term. So when I watched, I was watching, so I, I actually did this at the bar Friday night. I had the other night, I think it was Wednesday night, or th- oh, it was Thursday. I had watched my first full 60 minutes of Connor McDavid, and he just, he looks so much faster than everyone out there. That's the best way I could put it. He just, like, I, he makes it look like he's playing in a league of his own, which is ridiculous. So now I, so come Saturday, or no, it was last night or Saturday, whenever the, the Oilers were playing the Kings, I think it was last night. I tuned in and they were down three one. And me being the idiot I was, I was like, I need to, I need to live bet McDavid because I, I don't even know anyone in the Orioles. I was like, I just, I'm betting on McDavid. And then they scored a goal and my odds were fucked, so I didn't end up betting them. But now I'm just yeah, betting on McDavid. I'm not even betting on the team. I'm just like, he's gonna, he's going to do it. I think that's the best way to describe him is he literally looks like a. 99 overall playing in a with a bunch of 80 overalls. It's actually insane. Yeah. It is crazy. So other 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 contenders in the in the west, I mean that I'm I'm assuming that the the Oilers are probably projected to make just a little noise just to kind of see how far those got like like you said some of the stars can take them. What about the uh what about the Leafs? The Leafs are infamous of just choking at the last minute. Not really doing much. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm not entirely sure on the streak. I think it's like it's a while, almost 20 years now. But yeah, they haven't won a playoff series in 20 years. That's insane. And then they haven't won a Stanley Cup since like '67. So they're definitely fighting with fate or whatever the saying is. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they have a great team. I think it really comes down to mental. Like that team has got to get it through their head that they can win a Stanley Cup. Like they're not the cursed Leafs anymore. Um, that's probably what's holding them back. But I mean, they're in a tough matchup against the Lightning. Lightning always show up in the playoffs. But if they win one series, I think they have a shot at it for sure. I was watching the the, the Leafs-Lightning game on – I want to say it was the, it was uh, it was Saturday night, yeah, because it was the same night as the Rangers were playing, and they I'm not, I don't know if the Leafs won because I was watching the Rangers game that I went to sleep after, but they they tied it they tied the game, sent it to overtime with like 50 seconds left. It was pretty sick. Yeah, they ended up did they did they win did that win. game. Um, yeah, we were watching that. That was that was O'Reilly scored. I think that that yeah, that was time. sick. Yeah. Yeah, in the last like two minutes of all these NHL games, I mean, if you're not watching them, they're so electric. They're so. In- it just seems like the uh, they like kick it up a notch in the last two minutes and turn on an extra, extra bit of energy. Yeah, you got the smell and salt. <laughs> the smell oh yeah, every time you watch a game, you see every single person ripping the smelling salt. It's hilarious. I the only gripe. Ordered- go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, say, I think someone ordered custom smelling salts that were like extra strong, like stronger than the ones you Ew. just like buy. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you got to get fucking hype out there. No, seriously. Yeah. I was going to say the the only thing I hate, not hate, but like the only like gripe I have with the NHL playoffs is they don't fight. Yeah. There, there's, I don't know. It's, it, 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 it was, they, it, they scuffle, they, they scuffle, it, but they never scuffle. drop gloves. If they do drop gloves, it'll be the goons who are expected to drop the gloves. It's never because yeah. it's it's it 
it's it's actually a huge loss to to lose a third line guy, second line guy for five minutes of the game. You know, it throws yeah. everything off. You're playing. It's just not a great thing. But sometimes you got to do it. Yeah, to, to get your team going again. It's so much more fun when they do. Man, it's just it's so funny. I think it's the best thing that we have in 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 sports is that you can just drop your gloves in hockey and just fist fight and they let it go. Yeah, do we know why that that's a thing? Like, why is that just like... I think it's just been like grandfathered in. Makes sense. Like, it's gentlemen's Gentlemen's rules. They probably also figure that like you're on like razor blades essentially running at each other at high speeds. Probably better we just let them fucking punch it out for 30 seconds than the alternative, which could probably be worse. (laughs) <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't tried to cancel hockey fights yet. No, the, the sport's already I'm rough sure. enough. I, I would say that I've seen some hits that I would rather get a punch in the face than take a lot of these hits. That's true. I guess it's only NHL that they allow them to do it, though. So it's not like there's like eight-year-olds out there just dropping gloves. That would be fucking lit. That would be lit. There's some other pro leagues, but yeah, you got not even college you could do it, so. Which is dumb. Yeah. All right, Jake. Teams that who are you betting on? What do you think we should look out for? Give us give us your uh, your wrap up for the uh, for the segment here. Your final picks. Your final final picks. picks. Who's winning? Let me know. Well, I, I think that there's. I, I think the the Minnesota Wild can make a good run. Um, if they Whoa. Get I think that's my my sleeper pick. Um, no one's really talking about them. Capriel, uh, whatever I can't really pronounce his last name right now. I'm seeing <laughs> it, but uh, the the Wild are good. They've got a good goalie um, in Gustavson, and it's just I think they're a good sleeper pick. I think favorite pick probably the Bruins. There's I just yeah, don't see just, any yeah. stopping. Just them. say it. Um, and then. I really think the Kings, if they get past McDavid here, will go to the Stanley Cup, and then we'll see. But um, if the Kings get past the Oilers, take them in the next series, parlay with the next one, I think the Kings are going to make a run. So those are my three picks, and uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, Producer Jake, for sharing your NHL expertise with with us uh, uh, soon-to-be puckheads. Zach, we're going to – Zach, we need to, we need to follow hockey through the regular season. We can't just be. It's it's so hard during the regular it's really season. Hard. I I I have noticed in my in my coming age that it it's impossible for me to get into like new things like that. Yeah, I know. I hear you, but the playoffs because are like I don't have a team. It's not like I have a team. Well, I thought like are you like a- I like I like I like the Rangers, but like I don't. I would never. I don't like hockey enough to watch the Rangers on a random Sunday on the fucking twenty fifth game of the season. That's fair. I thought for I some like reason the I thought you'd be a Brewer, Bruins guy. Uh, I only like the Rangers because the only time I've really watched hockey is last year, and my roommate was a Rangers fan, so I had to watch all the Rangers games. So I just know all the guys that are on the Rangers now. So fair. I root for the Rangers. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. They're electric. Good team to root for. I I I love him. LGR it makes LGR. me feel cool when I know the people's names, even though I don't pay attention. <laughs> could ask me anybody else in hockey; I have no clue. But I could tell you a couple of Rangers. Mika. Mika. 
Nika what though? Zabanajad. Ah, there you go. You Good pronunciation. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, bro. Can I'm you use you, that I'm in a, a fucking... sentence? Oh, no, sorry. I'm I thought you, were, that you were like, thought that, that word meant something else. Whoa. Are oh, you want to do picks? Yeah, let's do some picks. Wow. Producer Jake, Andy messes up. Not even Dawes this time. I mean, this is just something's not loaded. <laughs> All right. Embarrassing. Picks for you Tuesday, April 25th. What a dummy. Zach, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. We don't need picks music. I'll just sing. There we go. All right. All right. My pick for Tuesday, April 25th. I am going to go to the bank. I'm going to go to the bank, Citizens Bank Park, Mariners, Phillies. I'm taking the Mariners. They got Logan Gilbert on the mound going up against Bailey Falter. Bailey Falter sucks. The Phillies are not out to the greatest start. Neither are the Mariners really, but I just love the Mariners this year. They're just my team to watch this year, and I'm obsessed with them. And Logan Gilbert and George Kirby are two of my favorite young pitchers, and I'm obsessed with the starting rotation of the Mariners, so I'm taking the Mariners. Fuck the Phillies. Yeah. I'm going Dodgers minus 140 against the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Dodgers are going into Pittsburgh, and I don't know. Zach, we were talking about this. Pittsburgh, it's an uh, interesting team. So, and I did, I look, I, I like the pirates. I had the pirates, cool, cool, cool team, cool fan base, cool city, cool uniforms. Uh, the luck's got to run out at some point. I'm taking the Dodgers tomorrow night. I'm going to stick with some NHL. Um, like I just said, I like the wild and I'm taking the wild money line tomorrow night against the Dallas stars. They're in Dallas, but you know, the wild are good. So, uh, let's go wild. I love it. I love it, Jake. Such a good pick. Hockey guru. Puckhead. Oh, I also have one more thing. Sunday night picks. We had two weeks we I don't think we've discussed. That's true. No. And that's probably because both of you lost both of your picks. <laughs> I haven't won a pick yet. Oh, because the, because the fucking shitty Mets lost yesterday like a bunch of idiots. Yep, and you guys had the Mets, I had the Giants. So now me and Zach, I'm in first, Zach's in second, Daz is in fourth, 0 for 4. 0 for 4. What are you, 2 two for 2? I'm 2 for 2, you're 1 for 3. Jesus. Who do we have this week? I fucking hope it's done. Wait, Uh, wait. We have Phillies, Astros, and Daz, you have the Phillies, me and Zach have the Astros. Are we supposed to take away a punishment? Well, no. Oh, it's been four weeks. Well, but aren't we doing every? Oh, Sunday? We're, we're, doing... we're supposed to do. Yeah, we 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 gotta. Yeah, we have to we gotta pick re- for the rest of the game. We got we gotta redo. We have to do. We have to. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back. Yeah. Can anybody do roulette? Because I cannot because of the Rangers. Uh, yeah, sure, I can do roulette. What do you think we're gonna hit it? Maybe today. Maybe today's today. I just also realized I'm sitting in the dark got dark quick in this in this this part of town today is this 36 episode statistically 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 we hit it today right today's the day if we stuck with the same number statistically 
live now. Where the fuck is it? On you know, statistically, if you take 12,000 shots, one of them is bound to be all in one. Do not even get me started on that, dude. <laughs> I think to this day, that's still our dumbest argument ever. Ah, oh, Chris Sale getting pulled in the fourth. Live, live dealer? Is it live? Is this what it is? Update yeah, live, app? Live. Oh my god! Wait, no, I don't do, I'll just do. I'll just do first person. Update app. Oh my god! Go to casino. I am. I'm trying. I gotta update the app, dude. Chill, dude. Why do you suck? You gotta wait twenty minutes. Nobody even listens to this part of this part of the episode, and we have to wait twenty minutes for you to figure it out. I forgot about roulette today. I'm sorry. Because I've had money in my account for the past like couple weeks, so I've been doing it. But stupid fucking Rangers! It's it's seventy five percent through right now. Now it's open. Okay, now we're now we're going back in. Here we go. All right, number. What are we doing today? Uh, seventeen. We're doing 17? It's crazy. I was literally about to say 17, too. Uh-oh. Really? Is That's this, what I thought. Yeah, I swear to I'm God. I'm doing it in honor of Hank. Uh, for some reason, I... I I'm not going to lie. For some reason, I had 17 in my head, too. I'm telling you. I'm, like, not even joking. But I think it was because... I think it's because 7 is the first number that ever pops into everyone's head. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Dude, why is it not working? I had this theory in, in, in college and I honestly wanted to like sell it to a professor um, that <laughs> that uh, all Yankee fans, if you ask them to pick a random number, they'll all pick 27. Dude, the... And I... No, 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 dude. I tested the fuck out of it and it kept happening. It kept working. It was the craziest... Mo- it was like a week that like every time I would ask someone about a number, they would say 27 and every time... I, was I would making... ask a Yankee fan, and they would say twenty seven, and then I would ask I'd like a Red Sox fan, and they wouldn't say twenty seven. Then I'd ask another Yankee fan, they'd be like twenty seven. Crazy shit ever, I'm telling you. All right, well, I sold it. The, I, you can't do roulette on Fanduel for some reason right now because right. you know then we're just not doing roulette. Today. It's not fine. Wait, 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 wait. I have a website, but we won't win money if we hit it. Okay, that's okay, fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we haven't hit it. There's no way that we I mean, if we hit it today for no money, I'd be pretty fucking pissed off, but whatever. All right, 17. Here we go. Spinning. I swear to God, if it's 17, I'm going to kill myself. Single zero. No, thank God. Spin it, spin it again. Spin it again. I don't, zeros shouldn't count. No, I don't even, don't even want to win. I know. If we win, I'm gonna be. No, I just need a number. Like I, I just need a number. Zero doesn't satisfy my spin. Zero is a number. Black eleven. All right, as long as as it's not seventeen. If it was seventeen, I hope we're friends enough that you would lie to me to shed my feelings. (laughs) Maybe it was. (laughs) I I don't care. I don't want to know. All right, everybody. Well, that is our show for today. Come back on Thursday to see us uh, win a million dollars. We definitely will. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye, Rangers. Bye.